to Expansive, a Bratnos guide to the expanse. I'm your host, Beef. I'm the operator. I'm Penis Ferguson. Dan, Penis Ferguson is missing the three boobed Martian broads. And I don't mean broads, I just don't really know all their names. So, um, we start season six, episode two, with the little girl who likes to poison birds running back to her <laughs> what parents. What is up with the birds? Does anyone know, want to tell me what the fuck we're supposed to be looking at when we're watching this? I think Op is biting his tongue as much as he can while raising his no, hand. No, I'm, I'm actually not. This is not in the book at all. Mm. None of, none of See, this opening this is a short story Seriously. somebody thought would go well with this, and they just threw it into this universe. Right. I, mean, I don't, I don't, the, the family isn't recognizable, the kid and the birds dying from whatever it is, protein bar she gave them is not anything familiar to me. Um, like I said, the, the whole Inaros stuff happens in book six, and there is no... Uh, there is no planet whatsoever that is, for the most part, in book six. It's just not mentioned at all. So I have no idea what this is. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I guess my question then becomes, if you are some young person, this little girl or whoever, and you're on an alien planet, no matter how well-trained and well-versed you are and I don't know, the local flora and fauna, when you see something that is purple and as big as you, do you turn your back on it? I feel like I was, this little chick's going to get eaten. Dude, that is note number two yeah. in my fucking list is don't turn your back on a panther-like creature. Right. Be and thankful it just took the bird. Right. No kidding. It could have taken your head, I, That whole time I was like Gilligan's islanding it up like, don't go there, professor. Don't go there. And then Here's, it just it, ate the bird. And and the part that well the thing is it didn't eat the bird it took the bird true 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 yeah we don't know what bird. it did so it might fuck the bird I don't know well but fuck a turkey the, exactly but the one thing that got to me about this is and I, I I say this as a parent of a toddler and I'm sure Sean will agree with me uh, and I say this because I love my child I would walk in front of a bus for her to keep her safe all that stuff kids are stupid. Oh, yeah. They're incredibly stupid, especially on camera. They are impossibly dumb. And the moment you went off and told your parents, oh, I killed the bird. I don't understand it. And I say, you know what? It was a protein bar. You didn't know. Don't worry about it. It's, you know, whatever. I knew as soon as they left, I'm like, you're going to do something stupid. Like, go back there. And you are going to leave your little brother because you are also incredibly stupid, which means that I, this guy, her she's going to die or the little brother is going to die oh yeah. here's what i know and i'm not done fathering yet you know like i have not <laughs> they're not like, out I of the nest right i mean i haven't like raised the baby birds and they haven't left the nest and and completed my fatherhood stint right but what i can tell you from raising them from you know, uh, uh, birth to junior high, I guess, is my oldest one. A uh, couple of things. One, if a child who is emotionally upset doesn't get the answer they want, they are not going to drop it. Nope. nope. Like that little girl did. Nope. Like not gonna the say, minute oh, she okay, switched and was okay with that. That is not a thing kids do. Yep. Uh, two, most of this is the parents' fault. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't like you don't look at your child and see that she's emotional and see that that she desperately wants to do an action because she thinks she wants to make it right, and then leave her all the tools to do that and give her no supervision. This was a bad plan. All I could think of was, why did you leave the door open? Why didn't you lock the this is, door? This well, is they had planning. to go to the you know security meeting. I know, I know, yes, I know. Still go to the meeting. Lock the door. Lock the door. How hard is this to lock the door? You are on an alien planet. This should be like a given. We're going to leave the kids here. Let's lock the door in case and some shit happens. If you're on an alien planet and there's children with you, just like there is in real life. <laughs> Okay, 
<laughs> just like there is in real life, when you have to go, both of you have to go to work and your kid is at home, somebody's got to be with that kid. Yep. Now, I realize that they're on a planet and they're making shit work and it's, you know, the, the rules are different and all that kind of stuff. But there has to be a provision in life somewhere where you're like, I can't leave this kid by himself. Yeah. Because bad things will happen. If yes. I leave this kid by themselves. Yes. Well, I mean, right now. that's, I guess, you know, you're on an alien planet. If the kid's going to eat the Legos, then I guess we need one less kid. This is right? this is why your parent radar goes off. Like, your yeah. parent radar should be should have gone off. Like, op, will you watch that and go, oh, this isn't going to go well. As, right? soon, as soon as I saw her, like, suddenly stop being upset, I'm like, she's going to oh, do something stupid. That kid has a plan, and it's not she's, what I told him to. It's going to be stupid yeah, and bad. No. No, like any any self-respecting parent who gives a crap about their children and has been involved in, in parenting for, I don't know, it's six minutes, understands that this is not a, a plan that involves good things happening with your child. So, no, that was this. This is on the parents as much as the child, probably yeah. more the parents. Yeah. And it, that that's the other thing that kind of bugged me. Yes, they had to go to this meeting, which they didn't expand upon, but they had to go to this meeting. Why couldn't one of the parents have stayed? And the other parent goes and says, Vote by proxy or get the minutes or send an email or whatever it is. Exactly. That happens or in real life. Why isn't there a designated, quote unquote, babysitter or watcher or something like that? So when the parents have to go to a meeting, the kids go to a certain a designated area where all the other kids are, because there got to be other kids on this damn planet, so where all the other kids are, so they are in a certain area. Because we're raising yeah. geniuses here, survival of the fittest. Uh, and if some of them are too dumb not. and walk off, <laughs> no, no, not. no, we are. And when this one dies, we'll still be raising geniuses. See, okay. I know it's cynical, but I mean, at some point Darwinism in time, yeah, she's what are we saying? This girl is maybe 10, 9, uh, 12, I, I eight or nine. I'd, I'd gone with eight personally, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Well, so she's mentally like a 12 year old boy. She should be okay, right? Oh, there is nothing. <laughs> she's in just this conniving as more <laughs> unstable than a twelve-year-old boy. Nope. True, but she's an eight-year-old girl with, with the toys. brain. Yeah, I, I guess. But that drone thing was nice, even though if they can't get her kids better gear. Did you what read was... what was written on the top of the drawer? No. But <laughs> this is not a toy. Hands off. <laughs> well. It wasn't. She broke it. So, I mean. <laughs> we just can't have nice things. We yeah. cut Take it to this new planet. You can't have any nice things. We cut from her trying to, you know, put birds back in the nest, I guess, is the whole roundabout of what the little girl's trying to do, to the UN ship supplying the Rossi and sticking his finger in all the wounds, talking about, I never thought I'd be out here resupplying a Mickey ship to belter privateers. And Naomi's over in the corner just getting salt in her butthole, being mad about everything again. Did anybody else get a, like, um, I don't know, Serenity vibe where the guy was going to try and take over the ship or pull some kind of crap or something like that? Because I thought I, that's where we were headed. I didn't. I Because I, he was too he was too mousy about all that. And and he went and, and he was like, but we're all on the same side. Derp, derp, derp. You shut the fuck up. I got that feeling later with the drama stuff, and we'll talk about that. But yeah. um, it's cool that you can see Arvasala is still getting these people supplies, but it's at such a, I mean, the UN ship's got to be getting shot out of the sky just as good with Anaros' fleet out there, right? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, just prepare for your mission specialist to come aboard. Mission specialist. You, you knew it was Bobby. I didn't. I didn't. I was still uh, fucking. You didn't know? I was still like, who the fuck is this going to be? And then as soon as like I saw the crate or whatever, I was like, oh, Op was right. Never mind. I should. I should have listened to Op. What the the one thing, and it's it, something like this happened in the book. It was much funnier though. Yeah. Because it took place on Luna. And the crew of the Rossi hadn't left yet, and Arvasala has a meeting with all of them, and Bobby's there, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, I'm going to give you this mission specialist, and they just go off. They're like, oh, we're an independent ship, and you can't do that, and blah, 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 blah. It's Bobby. Uh, oh, okay, cool. And that yeah, was like, I mean. It was just like, it, 
It's Bobby. Come how, on. Man. How do I get one of those suits? You'd hurt yourself, Pee Wee. <laughs> I love that dynamic. Don't you worry your pretty little head about it. Here's the thing. I think Bobby is the only person in the whole universe who can speak to Amos like that and just Peaches. do it. Peaches and can do it as well. It. But, yeah. but yeah, her for sure. It's just like... Uh, I'll find the note later, but it's oh the uh, Marco Sonaros and the the thicker blonde. You know everyone else here is afraid of me, right? So you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> like she just she has no fucks to give because she's all about a military strategic standpoint, right? She yeah. doesn't she's not worried about babysitting Philip, who just gets let out of the fucking brig on series station because it's a free okay. Navy matter, and we'll can, deal can with we it. Can we talk about this for a second? What that he assaulted a superior officer, and you had to defend yourself. Yeah, let's let's. Okay, this was the only disappointment I had in the entire episode. What part of it? Because there's a lot of facets to it. The moment that he was, you know, let out. No, they'll let me into his. Uh, leave me to uh, actually put him into my custody. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. The thing that they missed. And I wish they had kept it, but they didn't. I, and there are times I understand why TV does this for the, you know, for the time and crunch and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, in the book, he does shoot somebody, does kill somebody. He does get arrested and all that stuff. And Anaros goes over there and says, you know, remand him into my custody, blah, blah, blah. The person in charge says, no, I will not do that because we have laws here. And your son killed somebody in front of a bunch of people. So we are not going to do that. And of course, and they have a little, you know, back and forth. And the guy finally says, okay, I will release him into your custody if he never sets foot on the station again. You can come back. Your whole crew can come back. But your son is not allowed to set foot on this station as long as he lives. I would have liked to have seen that. And the thing is, this was after Inaros's whole thing about this is the new homeland of the blah, 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 blah. And that just took all of the teeth out of it. The moment that that happened, because, and that showed me in the part of that book that showed me that Inaros has a lot of power, but he doesn't have all of it and people will stand up to him. And that was huge. The fact that they cut that out, just disappointed the hell out of me. I think it shows that the, they're going for a different facet in the show. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. you saw, you see in the opening credits all of these UN and Martian um, outposts falling to the Free Navy in the opening credits. So it's like no one is going to oppose him. And the few people that oppose him need a good portion of backing because otherwise they're fucked. I, before we get into otherwise they're fucked. I like how Marcos throws in his son's face the story of Marcos and Sin going out, getting drunk, di- getting different pieces of ass every night, but they still had each other. And even though he had to kill Sin last season, he still grew up with him, and that was his friend. Basically like, you killed your best friend too early. I let mine live longer. I had more experiences with mine. It was an underhanded way to say you fucked up without telling and- his kid he fucked up. And on top of that, he said, you know, we went out, slept with whoever we want, did whatever we want. But the next day we were on the job. Yep. We were on the job. You're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And he's using his part. name. He's using his oh, name yeah. recognition. Totally. 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 Uh, we cut to. Uh, so we're back with the specialists. Now it's not destroy the Azure Dragon. It's capture it. And um, Bobby's talking through the plan. And, of course, Naomi doesn't like the fact that they're going to kill more belters, even though she signed up for this and she scoffs off. What is her problem this I season? I don't know. I mean, she has Seriously, the panic. She has been a, in a snit the whole time. Even after last season, basically all anybody did was chase after her fuck-ups. Right. She's, like, looking down her nose at everybody this this season. I don't get it. It was nice to see her oh, shit, we'll get there in a minute. But it was nice to see her help Peaches when she froze. So Bobby's telling everybody the plan and Amos is pissed off at Bobby. I love the way he introduces them to the new ship's mechanic. Mm. Bobby Draper, <laughs> Clarissa Mao. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Amos vouched for her. I'm the captain. Get fucking over it. Holden. 
Holden's actually having some backbone and some balls in a few scenes in this episode, and he's not just about trying to push a button to get him out of it, and I like it. He's also, and it's very Mal, and I, I wasn't a big fan of Mal as a captain because uh, he was much more of a my way or the highway type thing, but the thing about Mal and, and Firefly, and I know this, I've made this thing twice now, but the thing about Firefly was you were either his crew or you weurent yeah. And if you were his crew, it He'd didn't matter. Yeah, it yeah. didn't matter how you felt about his crew. It mattered that it was his, and he was going to take care of it. I'll, I will take care of it. I will accept the risk. I will do the discipline. You can fuck off. Yep. It's not your problem. Yep. And she, like it or not, peaches his crew. Mm-hmm. At the very end, you know you just got chewed out, right? Why are you <laughs> smiling? That's the first time he said I was part of the crew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was cool. That was probably I was like, worth the episode. I, it was a little dusty in here. Like, you know, because yeah. I felt it coming oh, yeah. when, when he's like, um, he's like, mind if we talk? Sure, go ahead. Amos doesn't hey, even fucking move. <laughs> I, yeah. Honest to God, this and this really happened. When I was watching that, I'm like, he means that you, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, right. Go exactly. <laughs> you're not going to go. I don't <laughs> I don't even know why I said anything. In your brain, you're like, dude, he means, can we have the room? But ne- never mind. Yeah, never mind. He's, he's not, not, not going to go. He's not going to go. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. So we cut to the Tynan. Um, uh, Ashford, the ghost knife, his old ship, which now drama inhabits. And we get some old grizzly fucker that must have been uh, a compatriarch or a contemporary of Ashford coming into he's going to be the one that's going to take over the mousy broad um and keep her safe but drama's got some other shit under her uh i guess in her plans she wants to find out where all these product depots are i, I don't know what the term is yeah, what am the I de- looking- well they've they've set it up several times that anaros is having trouble keeping his people fed because he can't distribute he doesn't have enough and he can't distribute the food and water far enough fast enough to keep all his people fed at the same time so he's had to create these way stations or depots depots yeah in order in order to do that so they're setting that up as far as like he has logistics problems and he's not dealing with them they you saw in the first episode of the season where he's like look don't talk to me about that i, yeah. I don't want to know about it he wants the war he doesn't want the that's whole all he wants bullshit. yeah right that's all he wants. right that was his okay. whole plan his whole plan was he wanted the glorious war and really to destroy the inners mm-hmm. and and he's gonna get it he's excited about it now well like this grizzled uh old ashford style dude says he's like you know i was foolish i was high on making the inners pay it felt good at first and now i realize you know he, he said obviously verbatim because i can't remember quotes to save my life but it was more about it felt good to see the inners be struck and then after that that kind of dwindled and now he's just getting the shit jobs well the thing is i can't really blame that point of view right because for generations they were pretty much shit upon for and and to see the payback happen, the initial reaction in any human at that point would be like, "Yeah, you fucking deserve that. Fuck you." And, and they then did. you see it. Then you see what happened. It's like, okay. If um, it's not the same, but it's kind of the same. I'm I'm gonna equate it to slavery. So send your hate mail to somebody that you know will actually put it better together. But it would be like if a plantation. Uh, or multi-plantations back in the days of massive American slavery rose up and fought back and overthrew the white masters, right? Like they, they struck back hard at the core because basically that's what the belt was. It was indentured slavery, indentured servitude. Indentured servitude, definitely. But for sure. for numbers of generations, just like slavery, yeah. you know? So exactly. you kind of were born into it and now you finally see your people striking back at the oppressors. It would be a, almost a wild ride, like a necessity. You would go with it just because of the ebb and flow of the cheers of everybody. Look how everybody, uh, prayers for not the Rossi, but what was the first ship? Everybody in the belt was like, the can't the can't the remember the can't remember the yep. can't it's like a wave that that you ride as a people mm-hmm. i intimidate yep. him sexually sexually <laughs> <laughs> 
is the that, best. That man. might have been the best damn line. Because <laughs> he reminds me of Ashford, all grizzled yeah. and like yeah. salt and pepper. The when the blonde's telling Philip or Marcos his problems, you know, love means many different things to many different people. You pity them, you envy them, you miss them, you need them. I I really like her character. I don't know what she's going to wind up doing, but she's a great character. The foil she really has she, a lot of facets, and that that you just don't expect her to have at all. And, and she's becoming she'll... this foil for Marcos, yeah. where he like like they talk about, they even touch on it. She should be fucking afraid of him, but she's just like she's the audience, dude. Yeah, you're being an idiot. Are you going to wait for your kid to get smart, or are you going to do something? Yeah. Drama playing around with the old pirate planning for to attack these depots. She's kind of like, will you help me put a be, be a thorn in Marcos's side without actually coming out and asking it? It's it's a very weird um, dance. She's, you know, because she doesn't know exactly if this is going to be something that she can do, right? Like, okay, or to trust try him. To move past us. Shoot him, right? Then, <laughs> right. Are know, they are they figuring out if they could get the bounty on us or not? Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> like, like, of course it is, you know. And and she's she's not stupid. She's playing her part and everything. And when she finds that this is at least a, a kindred spirit, okay. Now let's and walk a kindred you spirit the that has information that she doesn't have. Right, and that's the point. Right, that's the okay. Now you have something drama wants. And mm-hmm. if you have something drama wants, you have her complete and undivided. Can you imagine that woman? Not the actress, not the woman or anything like that, but drama. The character. Yeah. Actually interested in pulling something you have out of you. Like yeah. the intensity that this woman would. I mean, it hits you like a freight train. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, you got her, all these people there. They're. Um... We're talking light years, right, away from each other. We're talking, like, maybe not light years, but vast distances of space. So they maybe haven't met, or they met at the one OPA cocktail mixer in passing, right? They don't don't really know each other, so it's their reputation that precedes Mm -hmm. them. It's Mm -hmm. So when they first meet, it's if they try to pass us kill everybody it's like you you got to size them up and feel are they a threat are they legit they're definitely a threat but are they willing to work with me against the bigger threat yeah and that's i think it's because it is a dance instead of just coming out and saying hey do you want to fucking throw over this douchebag or yeah you can't do that no 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 no. especially when you think that that person could go back to the douchebag Correct. and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Technically, that person works for the douchebag. Exactly, exactly. Philip wants to pay tribute to Yoan's family, and Blondie puts him in his place like, uh, he assaulted you, you shot him, but she does offer something, some amount of tribute. I did like that. Like, you may have fucked up and killed your best friend. You're an idiot, but we will give something. Well, I, here's the thing. It, the belters, a lot of belters have a certain code yeah. that they live by. And she was aware of pretty much what happened. And, you know, yeah, uh, Philip fucked up and he was stupid and blah, blah, blah. But she also understands guilt. And she looked at him and said, okay, you feel guilty. I'm going to give you a little bit of this. I don't buy into the fact that she's doing it out of the kindness of her heart, though. She's going to be watching him like a fucking hawk, especially now. I think she's trying to find any way to get him back into the fold. Any, as if he can straighten up, she. I, I think. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think she believes that if he can straighten up after this, fine. If he doesn't, they're airlocks. Oh yeah, lots of them on that station. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, was it just me? Did you guys notice when he was delivering the message? It looked like, and I, I, I had to squint across my seat, but did it look like he had a neck tattoo? Yeah, he did. But it was under the shirt. I mean, it was so low 
you had to like look because it was under the shirt when he's like would stand up and walk around stuff like that and that brought me back to last week where we were talking about oh does he have any tattoos no it doesn't look like he does blah, blah, blah. was he is he like uh of the new generation of gangbangers that hides his tats that's what i'm wondering or i'm wondering if he's hiding them out of shame I could see that, but he has also been on a couple infiltration missions, like to Mars, to get the stuff. Sure, tech. sure, sure, sure. It's it's very possible he's hiding them just to you know keep them undercover, or he might be hiding them out of shame, or it might be a combination of the two. Yeah. But it was one of those things where it's like it is not obvious, like everybody else. You can see it like up to the jugular on most people, but with him, it's like you had to like squint. He doesn't have the conviction of his father. He doesn't no, have the morality no. and the passion of his mother. No. All he has is a frantic need for validation and uh, some basic skills and a lot, a lot of emo energy. And the thing is, he is a teenager. He's not a full-grown adult. He's a kid. Right. And... Even Inaros is 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 like okay this this is a problem mm-hmm. right like he doesn't have he doesn't have any focus he doesn't have any drive he doesn't have anything that is going to help him or me like yeah. this 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 kid's a loose cannon he's not he's not going to carry the cause anywhere this is a problem and they're blamed it all on Naomi which I, I think that's probably at least fair for a piece of it. But it's not like he's had any great uh, guiding light as a as a parent. Um, no. no. So this dude, I, I'm honestly thinking that he is going to be the reason everybody gets screwed. Like he's going to go possible. and do some kind of Who, weird, fill up? Yeah, yeah. attention grabbing act to say, look at me. I'm better than my father. I am, you know, and make his mark, and he's going to be the reason everybody gets or almost gets screwed. He he portrays this air of confidence, like when he sends the message or sends other things, and then it it whimpers away, and then he doesn't get that confidence back again, like with the message, until he says, "I am uh, Philip Anaros." He has to like. Use that Use name recognition. Name. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then then it becomes I'm big and bad. But up until that point, I'm just Philip. I hadn't noticed that. That may be true. I hadn't I, I noticed he screwed up the first one and I was like, huh, that's weird. And then he did the second one. I, maybe it is his dad's name. That's... He leaned into the Anaros part because then the belters would give a shit, right? If I'm just yeah. I'm Philip, I worked with your son, we were friends, blah blah blah. I'm Philip Anaros. I served yeah. with your son. The moment he threw in Anaros, everything changed for him. Right. It then becomes, it has a, a weight of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Evil Monica feels something is going on on the UN ship when all of the UN guys have their <laughs> buttholes, their sphincters tightened by three notches, she says. I, here's the thing, and, and we have said this multiple times on the cast. She is pro- Anna Hopkins is probably extremely sweet and wonderful. And She awesome. is. I've talked to her in real yes. life. She's great. And her character is just bleh. <laughs> just I hate bleh. her character. I really do. She's so evil, Monica. <laughs> yes. She is. She is she is like the worst of all Karen's that you could <laughs> you could have. And I just I, I love Anna Hopkins, don't get me wrong. And and follow her. I think it's on Twitter and and uh, I think her thing is Anna Banana something. Yeah. It it's she's amazing and I love her to death. Freaking hate her character she's so much. Perfect she's perfect so, She's every yeah. No, absolutely agreed. Uh, but it's just like every time she's on screen, it's like she's going to screw you. Mm-hmm. She is going to screw you. And when Arvasala talks to her about doing a human story about pain, and then she leads into or don't, and wonder with every new attack if this was the one that you could have stopped and chose not to. And she's like, "What did she say?" You are you, really you, good at the guilt trip. And she's here's, like, here's I practice thing. in the mirror alone. And I can see Arvasala guilt tripping herself oh, yeah. into shit oh, all yeah. day long. Yeah, oh, like yeah. she just feels guilt over everything Every that's decision. happening. Good or Every bad. Every decision. Yep. And, she's, and, and the only time you ever see it is when she's by herself, or the, that you never see it. It's by herself. And she just yeah. sits there and self-reflects and 
wanders because I mean, if you think about it, she's missing her husband, who we didn't care about. But right, exactly. Missing, who they changed, and you didn't even notice. Who they changed? I really didn't. I had They're no so idea bad. they changed him. Hey, it was you look sad. A little different. I don't know yeah. why. It's like I dream a genie when they changed Darren. I didn't notice. Right? It was just like show me Barbara right? Eden. Yeah, you know? show me, show me uh, flowy pants. Yeah, exactly. I want to see her boobs again. You know, like I, I didn't notice at all. Um, who I met Barbara Eden at a con uh, a couple years ago, right before COVID, and she is the most wonderful person on the planet. Anyway, um, th- you just you know that she is just riddled with pain in her personal life, mm-hmm. in her professional life, every choice everything, she makes, everything. Like she doesn't have a good day. <laughs> No, you know, like no, there isn't no. anything happy in her life. And even Bobby, who was just like, I hate this job. Like she brightened up when she saw whenever she saw Bobby, because she's like, ah, here's somebody who hates I can with make me. her day better. Yeah. Yeah. I can make her day better because I'll give her something that she wants to do. I, uh, I love Arvasala so much. She is as much as I hate um, reporter Barbie. I, I, I love Arvasala. I really do. Her character is just amazing. I love when Bobby puts Holden in his place later, screaming <laughs> at him like, I have operational authority, you fuck. <laughs> and then she, Bobby, with the EMP, goes for the Hail Mary and jumps out the goddamn spaceship. Well, she's a Marine. This this is this is you know this is standing and why but i think the job i think the job was to have naomi or someone else jump with the emp so that they could reboot the system and then bobby could jump no, that's over. absolutely what it was yeah. because naomi's the one who had it bobby picked it up because her suit was the only one capable of withstanding the, the g-forces yes yeah. correct yeah and, and then the the way that bobby walks peaches through no you need to fucking most shielded oldest ugliest cable amazing and then peaches has to go and be all peaches and chew on her tooth what and did she murder do when she when she chewed on her tooth because i didn't get it like i know she saved bobby but like what did she do so that dude had a rocket launcher that would have ripped uh, as amos says ripped bobby's ripped bobby's suit open like a can but i thought she shot that guy no she shot the other two there were three there oh, were three dudes. Okay, she I got the that. first two, and Peaches saw a guy off to Bobby's like left flank, and she bit her tooth and went in. And I, all I could tell from watching it two or three times is she somehow like broke his neck and ripped his helmet off. Y'all, I saw y'all she ripped about, his helmet off, but y- y'all forgot who she is, don't you? No, I didn't forget well, who she okay, is. I, was, I, was <laughs> I know she, who she is, but she's uh, got okay. So the yeah, mods. she basically she basically triggered her chemicals yeah. yep. and said okay and and that was it yeah i just didn't know what the hell she did because i i the way i saw it past. yeah sure. the way i saw it it was like it she, was like cut uh, scene yeah bobby yeah. lined up on those dudes and it said low threat and then she pulled out her gun and shot those guys and then it cut to her doing the tooth because she saw some kind of thing and then Peaches threw up on her helmet, and a guy was floating there with his helmet off. And I'm like, okay, I missed something. No, it was. I think that's just as quick as it was. It was like Peaches saw the threat. She bit her tooth. You didn't see what happened. You just saw Peaches with barf in her helmet and the threat no more. Right. So the plan. <laughs> right. So the plan went sideways, and Bobby had to get barfy barfy hot peaches back to this thing because otherwise, <laughs> in a suit, you're gonna you're gonna drown. Right. I mean. Yeah. So, uh, like it was, it was really good, and I, I mean, I would peaches? pay to see them make out though. Clarissa Mao and oh, fucking Bobby oh, Draper. God, oh, like, yeah, my pants are around my ankles right now. Honestly, I would pay to see like anybody on make his out show with make Bobby. out with anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just evil Monica throw Naomi in the mix. I mean, you know what? Yeah, throw Arvasala in there. I don't even care. All, all of them. Um, it's just like a game of spin the bottle. I don't really care who it lands on. <laughs> pick just, two or three. I'll be happy. Just pick you know two or three. Throw yeah. Amos in the middle, too. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. He's fine. He's got experience. You know, he's, he's got the beard thing going on. Like, like, <laughs> dude is also built like a damn truck. So No yeah. shit he is. It's like, uh-huh. what the fuck, dude? So are you, are you really all right or not ready to talk about it all right? The second one. <laughs> I love That's that. I, I need to remember that in relationships. Like, yeah. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. 
are you really good or just you don't want to talk about it good like that is that is so and it that little question and response encapsulates um holden and naomi's relationship for like the last five seasons yeah 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 and but the other thing is i couldn't entirely blame her for freezing like that no oh god no i would she's been panicky for she's been panicky for uh proximity uh sensors all year and last year she only saved her friends in the ship because she jumped out of a ship away from it exactly exactly with no suit right or no air no air right so he's he it's it's just like yeah i i don't blame you for not wanting to jump out (laughs) yes you're fine okay and now you're a spacer who a belter who lives works and and your entire job is is going in and out of airlocks and doing spacewalks and doing all this stuff in space and you're terrified of it yeah you can't do it i mean start yourself yeah this is this is a problem and i i totally get it and uh, this is uh, like i that i understand Mm -hmm. i don't understand why she's bitchy with everybody about all their decisions and stuff but at this at least this made sense with yeah, him totally i think like, it's be- oh, yeah i'd be fucked up too <laughs> i think it's because I'm she's not going out there fuck you trying to figure <laughs> out the new dynamic with her her you know what i mean that's why she's you know, so bitchy it doesn't give her an excuse to be that bitchy with everybody but she's looking at peaches now who's had zero to no experience on a ship before six months ago and peach is all like yeah i'm fixing this shit i'm doing airlocks fuck y'all bitches and she's like i get the yips every time i look at space yeah like she should be the grand you know the grand negus of of fixing everything and suddenly she's afraid to go outside and here's Peaches like throwing up on her helmet, saving the day, and and working on stuff. And she's palling around with Amos, who used to be her, her brother. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, you know. And this is I it, forgot it, how close they were. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that was the reason Amos like she was the only leash Amos had when when the show started. Remember, remember how they were scared. Uh, Holden was scared to tell him that he and Naomi were hooking up. <laughs> remember when Amos almost murdered. Um, What's his face on the table, my detective guy? Oh yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Uh, he would have killed it. Fucking choked him it. out. Oh, so awesome. You know, and like you forget what a wrecking crew Amos is. It's just that he's so happy with peaches around. Yeah. That you forget that this dude killed a bunch of people in an airlock because he felt bad for the other dude having to do it. Yeah. That's not who you are. That's who I am. That's who you know? I am. That guy. I am that guy. Yeah, like you don't want. <laughs> I forgot about that Amos. too. I want Amos and Peaches to have the most murderous, cute babies ever. I mean, this is not a, a bloodline that should replicate, you know. No. But yeah. uh, this is, but this is who we got. And here's Holden, who is basically the most ride or die golden retriever type of dude you've you've ever met. Going, yeah. It's going to be okay. I'm going to hold this shit together. Yeah, I'm going to go and chase you halfway across the galaxy when you go get or try and get your freaking psychopath son away from your sociopath uh, ex. (laughs) You know, they're all crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah, they're all crazy. And I'm going to get you out of that, put you back together and everything. And I'm not going to say two shits about it because you know what? I love you. That's your man. Okay. (laughs) That's your homie. This is like Naomi has nothing to bitch about. She really doesn't. He could have honestly, if that would have been me, I'm like, bitch, you got to go. Okay. I almost died like eight times. No, you got to like get the fuck. I will find someone. You know what happened yesterday? I almost died again. Again. Here I am pushing buttons like a pro and I almost died. No, out, out. I'll push buttons with somebody else. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Do we have any other uh, major thoughts or theories or predictions where the next? I think we're only getting four or six more. I hate that, but or are we getting eight uh, more? I don't know. We're getting more, but I don't know how much. Yeah, we're not getting a lot more. I think we're down to six. But I okay. The whole uh, Mars planet thing that has to expand. That something something has to click where it's like, oh, this is why you're doing this. Because right now I have no idea why. They're Unless doing they're doing the long con for fucking. A different Even if they're show. doing long con, they gotta tell us something. They gotta give us. They can't just say, uh, "Oh, this chick is just on a planet and she, you know, met these weird alien <laughs> animals." 
it, you, you gotta give us something. You gotta give us something. You're on Laconia. You gotta give us something. Hot blonde. Her name is Rosenfeld Guliang, at least on the show, and I'm trying to find her real name. Oh, okay. Sorry, but, go on. Um, as far as overall storylines, I, I mean, it's like Inaro said at the end. It's like, you know, there's war coming. And he is gleeful about it because it's what he always wanted. He just wanted the big-ass battle. That's it. He didn't. And here's the thing. The bottom line is he really didn't care, really care about his people at all. He wants the glory for himself. He wants the honor for himself. He wants the battle for himself. He wants he the wants war to- glory. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. He, that's it. That's all he wants. Whether or not X number of belters die is irrelevant to him. Genuinely irrelevant to him. Of course, he will never say that. But it, deep down, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He wants the big old battle. So I think in the next episode or two, there's going to be some bad shit coming down. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm hoping that the oh, and drama's girl... going to be awesome. That's it. Kathleen oh, well, Robertson. Drama's... Kathleen Robertson. Oh, she looks like a Kathleen. She does. Mm. She looks like she I could... want her to put those tats on and just fuck me. Yes, that would be good. And talk like, just like she is in the show. Oh, like, yeah. impassionedly. Like not not like 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 just like she's bored. Yeah. You know, just just look at you like you're slightly disappointing you or, or disappointing her. Um no, I think the uh the girl and the forest I'm hoping the girl in the forest and the you know the little tank lizard whatever the hell that thing is <laughs> panther yeah um i'm hoping that whole thing and beef you'll have to follow me on this one because i probably has never played it do you remember halo reach yes when they show you the first scene you see in halo reach is the helmet the busted up helmet sitting on the ground like the reflection and shit yeah right and and then you go through and you play the whole thing and then you find out that the helmet is your helmet. It's the Spartan helmet. And that was the place where the Spartans last stand was. And it was to save reach and to say, or to, to save the, the people getting off that planet. And it was the, you know, this was always your stand. This was your planet. This was it. And this was your gift to us is this. And it showed you the helmet. And you have a little tear in your eye. Cause you're like, that was me. I played that game. Like I'm hoping the the girl in the forest is like that. It's like, look, we've told you all this story so that we can tell you this. This is where they end up. This is who they become. This is where they live. And and all this stuff happened so that this life could could progress and and move through the galaxy like that. Um, I sort think of that's like the, beautiful, like lost or whatever. But I just don't think we have time for that. Well, see, if if you did it right, if you did it right, yeah, if you, you did could, it right, you could pull that off. You could do it right. What you do is you do like a God. I cannot believe I'm going to make this analogy, and you guys, you, you should probably fucking cut this because I can't believe I'm going to make this. <laughs> okay, put your penis away. But it's like BSG. Oh, here we go. Um, um, wow. So Who I, are you? Did you? It's, know, have you ever watched that show? I know. You know, I've heard of it. Um, but at the end of BSG, they tell you this whole long story, right? And they finally get to this planet and they're like, oh, look at those people. Those people are compatible with us and maybe we could make a civilization. And then they cut to modern day where Baltar, head Baltar and, and Caprica are walking amongst New York, you know, like us mm-hmm. saying, oh, look, this is what happened. Yeah. We are them. They, you know, we are Cylon. We are the humans. They, they did make it, and this is what happened. They could do it like that. They could. If I they didn't could. know you and your history, I'd think that was an okay thought. But you hate that ending, and you hate know, all I, of that. So rescind hate, your hate, comments. They could make I it. I just. I, what did I tell you? You should probably cut this. Yeah. But I'm telling you, they could do it like that if they wanted to. Like this is who they become, and at the very everything end turns of out okay. Six or eight or however many episodes right. we get, have this kind of fast forward of like, okay, this is where they are now, and this is you know this is the build up to it. And even 
Okay, you're not wrong, but that's a lot longer. It's more jumps to get to. I think an even more <laughs> elegant solution would be something like we see a couple more scenes with this little girl and then or her family, the solution, the 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 people on whatever planet we are, the military that they've talked about, and we see like maybe they're insignias, but we don't notice. You know, it's like well, Martian you- insignias or something. And then in the last episode we see a couple more with them and we realize it is UN belters and martians already living on this planet we're i think jumping into the let's fuck green aliens is a bit far for this show yeah here's here's what you could do you could do like that little girl is going off chasing off into the forest after the little panther lizard thing right Uh, i know i haven't called that thing the same yeah (laughs) the same thing twice but still you said panther twice though yeah. Okay. We'll see there. I'm consistent. Um, <laughs> Ish. <laughs> so, so she's chasing after the animal that took her bird, and what she does is she stumbles across the commemorative plinth or the plaque or something like that that says, "Here we started a new world," and it's got all of the the Belter symbol and the Anarchy symbol and the and the Mars symbol and the earther symbol and everything like that we started this in unity to make a new beginning and everything like that and she looks at it and really what she's after is you know the 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 animal or whatever and you know her parents find her and they're like look you know and the ceremony was some kind of ceremony for for you know remembrance or something like that and right and you know that it's okay you could do that yeah or she could trip over a plaque and it says this is the Rasinante, a free salvage ship, and it's covered in dust, so we know it's like 500 years later. I mean, there's so right. many things you could do, but I like the show, and I don't want them to do that, right? If if they do do that, have it be in do a situation do. where it, it – where <laughs> Thank you for that. There is definitely going to be a, hey, we're going to do mini series miniseries here something. in about a year or two or something like that. It would have to do that because I remember saying it last week – People who are familiar with the books, you don't just drop Laconia out there and just say, okay, that's it. You just can't. You can't do that. It's too Especially big. Especially when you know you only have six or eight or ten episodes exactly. in the exactly. final season. You can't You can't cram all of that, all basically four books into eight episodes. Unless you they can't. did like a, hey, we just mentioned Laconia last week. We plan on doing three Expanse movies, one each year going that's forward. One, that's a way they could do it. That's the uh, To me, that's the only way but they, they could do it. But they would have to dangle that in front of people's faces so they're not like, they what the They could do that the at the end of the episode. They can do that at the end of the last true, episode. True, true, And true. say, hey, we're going to come back in 2023 and say, bleh. Bleh. You bleh. could. However, here's the problem. Jeff Bezos I don't... <laughs> No, because he gave us two more seasons of this than we should have gotten. He did. He did. No, I don't think The Expanse has the numbers to rate it. Unfortunately, I I agree with you. But the problem is, is when you're a gajillionaire and you own something like this, it doesn't matter about the numbers, right? It's one of your favorite shows. Look at, I mean, it does matter about the numbers. It's all about the money. (laughs) Yes, it does. But like... (laughs) If if I was a quadrillionaire or whatever the fuck he is, I would gladly waste a couple hundred million twice a year on my favorite book series sure, or show. Sure, but here's here's the thing. Um, he, he's not running the show anymore. I know. Well, that, and, I mean, he could just honestly, cut him a check for a hundred million every couple of years. Uh, absolutely, he could. Just absolutely saying. Absolutely, he could. But I don't see that. It's real sci-fi. It's real science. It's real fiction. It's absolutely. fun. I hope we get more stuff like this, but you're right. The problem is is that usually stuff like this, while it is flashy and big, it's still a bit too heady for most audiences. And don't lie like that to the listeners again, Beefy. You would not start a, a, a sci-fi show or continue on with books or something like that. You'd start like Beef's Home for Wayward Strippers. No, no, I would do that in conjunction with. But I was going to say he could do both. Why not do both? <laughs> yeah, why not do? How about six? How about six? If I was that rich, I would have at least six passion projects. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, Beeflandia would be a special place. Well, it'd be but it'd be Beef Bunkery. That's my passion but. project. How big of a bunker can I build underground? Let's get the CIA in on this. <laughs> 
be like fucking <laughs> the dwarves dug too deep, you know, the bell rock. Dude, there, there would be there would be like actual lights and skylights in there, so you would think you're above ground, but then you're you know you realize you're a hundred meters underground. Beef beef and his and his children, it'd be the cult of beef. I'd have yeah, to get my be, tubes refixed, but yeah. Go oh on. man, it, no, well, it wouldn't matter, dude. It would be the cult of beef. You could be revered and and uh, uh, show them the way without represent, you know, uh, uh, replicating your DNA. You could you could totally do that. The book of beef. And here we read from the book of beef. It says, "Mer." <laughs> Let us mur. All right. Well, I mean, I mean uh, you know, I like that. Let's do that. <laughs> it's one of your passion projects. It is. <laughs> one of my project. six. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, if you guys want to play along, uh, send us some emails at expansiveopa at gmail.com and uh, tell your friends who might hate us or like us. We like that stuff. Any last thoughts, fellas? I'm just looking forward to next week. Three boobs. All right, well, thank you very much for joining me. We are on the Three Boobs episode. It is Season 6, Episode 3 this coming week. So uh, send us some emails. We'll read them, and uh, otherwise we'll catch you guys next week. listening if you'd like to send us an email or some feedback email us expansiveopa at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter at expansiveopa thank you again for listening and we will see you next week